This is Made in Montana News on the Treasure State Radio Network. I'm Jay Scott. While the state health department has restored the ability for transgender people to apply to correct the gender marker on their Montana birth certificate, the new process may take up to six months. The gender designation forms are now available on the department's website. The time to process an application for a birth certificate or a correction to one can take several months depending on the circumstances, such as the complexity of the request and how much communication is needed to clarify information. That's according to John Ebelt, spokesperson for the Montana Department of Public Health and Human Services. Montana is required to process the applications after District Judge Michael Moses issued a temporary injunction against enforcing a state law that would have required transgender residents to undergo a surgical procedure before changing the sex on their birth certificate. The U.S. Department of Agriculture will spend more than $500 million in loans and grants to telecommunications providers to bring high-speed Internet to rural areas across 20 states. Secretary Tom Vilsack announced that Wednesday, but only one will be in Montana. The USDA will spend $360 million in grants and $141 million in loans through its ReConnect program, to benefit sparsely populated communities. The one grant is for the Project Telephone Company, some $8,500,000. The Rural Development Investment will be used to deploy a fiber-to-the-premises network. The network will connect 693 people, 16 businesses, one educational facility, and 23 farms to high-speed Internet in Bighorn and Yellowstone counties in Montana. The project will serve portions of the Crow Reservation, Fort Smith, and Pompey's Pillar area. The two largest allotments were both grants to Alaska communities, one for 211 people and five businesses, $33 million, the other $31 million to cover 476 people, 15 businesses, and a public school. According to a study published this month in the journal Science Advances, climate change may put the long-term viability of Montana's most popular trout fisheries at risk. The study's findings were based on a collaboration between scientists with the U.S. Geological Survey, Montana Fish, Wildlife, and Parks, and the University of Montana, they investigated how climate change affects trout fisheries in 3,000 miles of rivers in Montana from 1983 to 2017. They found that over past decades, Montana's trout fisheries have been resilient in the face of extreme climate. However, they found that future climate changes could result in the loss of $192 million a year in state revenue by 2080. Quote, Trout fisheries have enormous cultural, economic, and ecological importance in Montana and worldwide, but even Montana's resilient trout fisheries could be vulnerable to future climate change. That's according to Timothy Klein, a USGS scientist 
and the study's lead author. In response to droughts, anglers have moved to find fishing locations that were more favorable to trout during extreme conditions, keeping the fly fishing industry solvent despite localized depressions affecting certain fisheries and outfitters, according to the study. The number of trout fishers in the region doubled during the 34-year study period, and cold water sections of the river, where trout were dominant, had 10 times the number of anglers than nearby warm water sections. Scientists found that 35% of Montana's cold water habitat may no longer be suitable for trout by 2080. Montana could lose almost $200 million a year in angling revenue. That's about 30% of trout fishing, according to the study. The study's authors explain that water temperature strongly regulates the distribution, abundance, and physiology of stream-dwelling fish. This is particularly true for cold water species like bull trout and west slope cutthroat trout. They are cold-blooded. To anglers, the best blue ribbon trout fisheries are characterized by free-flowing water that's clear and, most importantly, cold. However, in years ahead, the chilly streams that sustain northwest Montana's prized native trout are forecast to grow increasingly tepid due to rising global temperatures. Doctors Ethan Sims and Wesley Pidgock specialize in helping people breathe. Every time there's a spike in air quality, that's the rating for hazardous, there's a spike in hospital visits, they say. When they start seeing bad smoke like three or four weeks ago, there's usually a lag time for when the smoke really starts to get into the system, according to Pidcock. And then it's like three to five days after, you start getting a lot of phone calls being like, hey, I can't breathe. Older people, children, and people with asthma and chronic obstructive pulmonary disease struggle when most wildfire smoke is in the air. Diabetics may someday have a new option for their insulin. Researchers in Canada are developing insulin pills that work almost as fast as shots. Quote, as far as daily life is concerned, instead of having to take shots, you just have to take a pill that you take and keep under your tongue. So I think that will make life much easier. That's according to Anube Pratab Singh of the University of British Columbia. The new pill will dissolve under the tongue or inside the cheek. That way it's absorbed by the membranes that work to get it to the liver faster. Montana state health officials report now 309,400 total cases of COVID-19 on Friday. 3,518 people have died. That's an increase of 1,427 cases in the past week. And the Great Northern Carousel in Helena will be closing Sunday because of staff issues, its general manager said on Thursday. The carousel will still be able to host any birthday parties scheduled through October 9th, but will not book any after that. Merritt Brown, general manager of the carousel, said the closure is not permanent, 
but would be in effect until staffing issues are resolved. She said they hope to reopen in October. The carousel is usually open all year. The temporary closure was posted on the carousel's Facebook page. Brown said three to four people are needed to operate the carousel through the week, and two to three people are needed to work the ice cream stand. If you need to hear this report again, please check the podcast on our Treasure State Radio or KGRT-DB webpages. Made in Montana News is podcast worldwide, with listeners in now 48 U.S. states and Canadian provinces in 26 countries on six continents. We also post expanded versions of our stories on Facebook. Made in Montana News is heard on the Treasure State Radio Network, including KMEH, 100.1 FM in Helena, Elkhorn's Mountains Radio in Jefferson County, Homegrown Radio in Bozeman, King West Radio in Billings, ResCast Radio in the Fort Peck Reservation, PIVA Radio of the Northern Cheyenne Nation, and Crow Res Radio of the Crow Nation. That's Made in Montana News. I'm Jay Scott. This is the Treasure State Radio Network.